Okay, um, so it's great to see everybody. We're so glad uh, so many of you are here. Um, is anybody here for the first time? Oh, Leah, Leia, we know each other, but it's great to see you, Leah. Great to have you here. Um, okay, anybody else here for the first time? Oh, okay, okay, good. Um, okay, uh, so let's go. Parshish Achremos Kedoshim provides us with a lot of a lot to talk about. Uh, but I thought that this morning we would talk about the very first mitzvah in the second parsha, Kedoshim Tiyu, which is a very simple mitzvah and yet a very profound one at the same time. I know there are more people here than we're used to, but everyone should still feel comfortable. If we don't talk, then I'm going to be, in, you know, then I talk. So I want, Ilana's going to talk. We'll be fine. So you'll help me out. Okay, so all I want to do, all I want to do, as we usually do, is start by reading what it says. We're not going to read all eight, 18 psukim here, but I, wanted to, I gave you all 18 psukim here because I want you to get a, a sense of what's being taught in this, in this parak. okay? And let's just start from the beginning. By the bear Hashem and Moshe Lemur. Hashem speaks to Moshe and he says the following. Speak to the entire Adas Yisrael. Okay, we'll explain, we'll explain what that means in a minute. And say to them, Right? And say to them, you should be holy. You should be Kedoshim. You should be holy. Why should we be holy? Because I, God, I, I, Hashem, your God, am holy. Okay? So that's like the intro. Right? This whole topic is the mitzvah of Kedoshim to you. Good. So we can even stop here. Somebody asked me a question, or two questions, or three questions. Anything bother you? Anything strike you as interesting in this very first pasuk or first two pasukim? Hashem is speaking directly, but to the whole nation. Ah, the bear, the He's telling Moshe, but he wants Moshe to do correct. Is to speak to everybody. This, was all of Torah always taught to all of Kol Adas Israel? No. 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 In fact, we have. Ways in which Chazal tell us that the Torah was often taught, Moshe would teach Yeshua, Yeshua would teach a group, and that group would teach more people, and it wasn't all taught. By the way, it wouldn't be, pra- it doesn't make sense. Who, who want, like you were in college, right? You went to like those classes, there's like 400 people in the room. So that's bad enough. Imagine going to a class where there's three, two and a half million people in the room. It doesn't make any sense. And it's not going to work practically. It's not a very good educational model, right? To speak. On the one hand, you're like, what do you mean? We all want to hear it from Moshe Rabbeinu. That's true. But it's actually not so good, right? It's cool for like five minutes. But then it's not going to, it's not going to work out well educationally to have everybody listening. But there are times in the Torah where Hashem says, Daber el koladas b'nei Yisrael. Right? Give me another, anyone have another example? A time when Hashem tells Moshe or Moshe gathers all of Kalah Yisrael to teach them something? Shavuos, yeah, so the Matan Torah happens, Kol Adas B'nei Israel, good. We're actually going to see some of the first, I'm going to pick up on that. Right, there's one other time, right, at Matan Torah, all of B'nei Israel taught something, they learned Torah, they learned the Aserah Sadibros, right? Everyone together. Another time that Moshe gathers all of Kol Yisrael? Parshas Vayakel, Vayakel Moshe es Kol Adas B'nei Yisrael, Vayomer Aleihem, right? When he gathers them, when he comes down with the second Luchos, and now says, Hashem wants you back, let's... Let's talk about the Mishkan another time, right? There are a few times when Hashem will Moshe, either Hashem will tell Moshe to or Moshe will gather all of Kalei Yisrael. It's not most of the time. Most of the Torah is not taught that way. So if that's true, then what's the question? 
Why for this? Why now? Yeah. What is it about this mitzvah or this group of mitzvos that now means it should be taught El Koladas B'nai Israel? Okay. Good. Any other questions? Yeah. Concept we've really delved into of people being holy. Yeah. So, oh, good. A people being holy. When are we told as a people to be holy? You're right. You say you're saying we have or haven't. 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 Right. So, like, what does that mean to be holy? That's nice. Kadosh. That's amazing. Right. But like, what does that mean? Uh, Ray, what's his name? Kellerman. Kellerman. That's his name. He wrote a book called. Uh, to, he wrote a book. He writes. Wrote some book. Rabbi Leib. I think it's Kellerman. He wrote some books about Chinuch uh, and stuff. He tells a story about his own son. And his son, they live in Israel. His son's probably now grown, but he was a little boy. And they were, uh, they were somewhere like on a trip, somewhere up, in, I don't know, somewhere in Eretz Israel. And they're on a trip somewhere, not, not a usual place they're used to being. And uh, they called him, his nickname, this little one, they always called him Kadosh. They called him Kadosh. That was, that, was like his, that was like his nickname. So at one point, he needed to go to the bathroom. They're on the trip. So they're running around looking for a bathroom. They can't find a bathroom. The only bathroom they can find is they find a bar found a bar and they say no let's let's go into the bathroom he's like i'm not going in he's like yeah like let's go in he says i won't go in and he's like i'm trying to figure out like why won't he go in he says why won't you go in the why won't you come to go to the bathroom he says i can't go in he said why not he says because i'm kadosh (laughs) so i was like it's a very powerful it's a very powerful message about right the the name what we call our children and how we how we right inculcate in them what we feel about them but, but, right, there's a certain element of he felt he was Kaddosh, so certain things he knew he should and shouldn't do because of that, right? That element of Kedusha means something to us. We know Kedusha means something, but what does it really mean, I think, is confusing to us, right? And to tell us just to be holy, typically we're not told to be anything. Typically we're told to do stuff or not, or not do stuff, right? We're, for the most part, sometimes we're told to feel something or believe something, Right? We're almost never told to be something. That right? is very unusual. Kedoshim to you, be kadosh. Good. Fine. Let's keep reading for a second. Good. So our question so far is, why Dabera Kodas B'nei Yisrael? Question number two is, what does it mean to be kadosh? Kadosh is a very difficult concept. What does that mean to be kadoshim to you? That we don't have a, like, a, how are we supposed to understand what that means? Good. Let's keep going. Ish imo vaviv tiro veshap society shmo Hashem. You should... Fear your mother and father, and you should keep Shabbos. Why is that? Why are those things put together? Chazal tell us because if your parents tell you not to keep Shabbos, then remember then... you both have to keep Shabbos because your parents have to be right. have to fear me, right? So that's they're put together to remind a person that even if your parents tell you not to keep Shabbos, you have to can't listen. Fine, but now let's keep going. Don't turn to other gods. And don't make. You know, uh, graven images, etc. And Yashem Lakechem. Okay. If you want to make a Zevach Shalim, you want to make a Korban Dashem, you can do that. You can eat it for that day and the next day. But the leftover stuff, you got to burn. Okay. And if you eat it on the third day, it's called Pigle. Fine, good. And now keep going. Pasuk Tes. Pasuk 9. And when you. When you harvest your field, what should you do? Leave off a corner of your field and leave the things that you, right, that you've uh, forgotten, right? Like the things that fall to the floor. Leave off certain things when you're, when you're collecting from your vineyards. 
Okay. Lo tiknovu, don't steal. Lo tichachashuv, lo tichakru yishpavisot, don't lie about each other. Lo tichavu bishmila shaka, don't take Hashem's name in vain. Lo tichalach chayresh, lifnei iver lo tichem michshol. Right? Don't, don't uh, curse a, 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 a deaf person, meaning curse someone behind their back. Right? Don't put a stumbling block in front of a person. Right? Lo sitzetz achicha bil vavecha, don't hate people. Lo sikim, lo sitor, don't take revenge. Ve'ahavtarecha kamocha niyashem. I skipped some of them. Right? But, okay, so what do these mitzvahs all have in common? A lot of them are Beit HaMechavero. Are they all Beit HaMechavero? No, some of them are about Korbanos. <laughs> Shabbos is also Hashem. Shabbos, right. So what do they have in common? Uh-huh. It's okay, I don't have a good answer. They're like a, it's a really it's weird a, smattering like a, of mitzvahs. Yeah. Right? What are these all doing here? What is this, what is this about? Right? And, and how is this connected to Kedoshim to you? Okay? Another good question. And it's strange. For some of them, Hashem says, Ani Hashem. Ani Hashem. Right? For others, he doesn't. And for Kedoshim to you, that's the only one where he says, Ki. Ki. Kadosh, Ani Hashem. Right? It's like... Yeah. Right. What, is that, what, what does that mean? What, what, what do you think that means to say? Simple pshat. What do you think that means? We should copy him. What do you mean? Be like him. Right? Presumably, kadoshim tiyu ki kadosh means it's like, right? There's some Latin phrase that, that Soloveitchik's used. Right? But like, right? Imitati yodi. Right? It means to, 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 to be emulate Hashem. Right? Mm-hmm. right, to be like Hashem, right? Hashem is holy, so I should be holy. And then there's a list of all these things. A lot of them have been on the Chavero, but some of them are not, right? And somehow they're reflective of Ani Hashem, and by the way, of, of Kedoshim to you. And yes, a lot of them end with Ani Hashem. Typically, Ani Hashem oftentimes comes at the end of a mitzvah where no one will know what you did. Right, not always, but a lot of times, right? It's like something that's like a mitzvah of Shebalev, right? Losis, uh, I love you, neighbor, like your Hashem's like, I'll know. Oh, no, you won't know. No one else is going to know, but I'm going to know. Right? So, a lot of times, that's not always, always true, but a lot of times, right? Don't, put, don't give someone bad advice. No one else is going to know, but I'm going to know. Right? A lot of times comes in that place of things that I'm going to be aware of, even if no one else knows what's going to happen. Fine. So, we're left with a few questions. Question number one why get everyone together for this? What does it mean, Kedoshim, to you? And number three, we'll try, what do all these mitzvos have to do with this general topic of Kedoshim, to you? And hopefully it'll get us to an understanding of what this is all about. So if you want to know answers to our questions about the Parsha, the first place we have to go, obviously, obviously, we have to first look at Rashi. Let's look at Rashi. You should know we had Rabbi, you know, we had Rabbi Golden here in the shul on Shabbos. So Rabbi Golden talked, I told Rabbi Golden how much I like use his stuff and, and how much I teach his Torah and how much his, I feel the way that I teach Chumash even is a lot connected to the way he teaches, teaches. and he spoke a lot about the Rashbam, who we a lot of talk about the Rashbam, we love the Rashbam, so he said it over, over Shabbos a couple of times. But anyways, let's go to Rashi, no Rashbam today, sorry, but we're going to go to, the, go to Rashi. Take a look at Rashi in source number two. Rashi says, Kedoshim to you, what does it mean to be? Kadosh, I'm oh, sorry, there's a little spelled wrong here. Have you prushim mean, I should say, prushim mean ha'arayos, who mean ha'avera, right? What does it mean to be kadosh? It means to be parush. What is parush, prushim? Separated. Separated, separated in some way. In fact, we have 
at times in Chazal, where, at times in our history, where people who were religious Jews were called Prushim. Prushim, the Prushim and the Stukim, and the, right? The, the Prushim are people who are Jew. To be a Jew is to be a parish, to be separate. Right, so Kedoshim to you means that sometimes there are things from which we separate ourselves. Rashi says specifically, Prushim in Arayos. What I didn't show you is that the next entire, the ne- next whole section of this parak is about a lot of the Isure Arayos, or a lot of the forbidden relationships. Um, so Rashi says, Kedoshim to you means we make ourselves separate. How, in what ways do we find that the word Kedoshim represents separation? When we make, on Friday night, we make. Kiddush, what are we doing? Oh, no, yeah. So Havdallah has Hamavdo ben Kodesh Lachol. Kiddush is From also Hamavdo ben Chol Kodesh. Kodesh. Exactly what it is. Yes. Kiddush is making a, a recognition that this is a different time. Right? Once I make Kiddush, now it's Shabbos. Right? I make separation between that which is Chol, that which is Kodesh. Right? A Mikdash. Right? A Mikdash is a sanctuary, a holy place that is, it's holy, meaning that it's separate, it's different, it's a different, it's a unique place. Right? Things that are kadosh, you're typically not allowed to necessarily go there, or there are rules of how to go there, right? The Malcolm Mikdash is kadosh. We mentioned this a little while ago, right? It's a, cut, it's a place of kadusha, meaning I have to be careful. I can't, any, just anyone at any time can't just go there, right? Things that are, uh, by the way, in the most like profane sense, a kadesha right. is a prostitute. Right, something that is designated for a specific purpose, but a, a bad one. Euphemism, but it's a, it's a euphemism, but it but it but it, refu- it refers to the separate something that's specific for a specific role. Right, so like the, there is that sense that the word kadosh means something that is I'm separating and differentiating. And the wedding itself is called kedushin. Very good. A wedding is called kedushin. Same thing. When I get, we get married, you are designated to me and I'm designated to you, right? These two people to themselves and only the two of them, right? So same thing, separating themselves from everybody else, right? Kiddushin, very good, excellent. So Rashi says this sort of la simplest pshat is kiddushim to you means you're going to have to sometimes separate yourselves. Not going to be like everybody else. And you're going to have to sometimes draw lines. Certain things you will do and certain things that you will not do. And that's what it means to be kadosh. To be kadosh means to say, actually, that thing I'm not going to do. Actually, that story of that kid is a nice actual representation of that. Right? That that child even in, intuits on his own, right? There's certain things I'm just not going to do. Right? I know who I am. And there's certain things that, that that's not going to go for me. Right? Like we say, it's passionist. What does passionist mean? It's not right. It's not right for us. So we, don't, we don't do that. A Jew doesn't do that. Right? A firm person doesn't. That, not, that's not halachic per se. And we're going to talk about this in a second. That may not be halachic always. Pasnish is not a halachic term, <laughs> right? But it's a feel. It's a feel, right? It's a feel that it's not right, right? It's not right. So, so Rashi is saying, Prushim in Arayos is very specific. I'm separating myself from forbidden relationships. I'm forbidding, separating myself from Averos in general, right? Whenever you find a separation, you can marry this person and not that person. You can have a relationship with this person and that one, you find Kedusha. Right? You find that because the public says, Certain women that a Kohen is not allowed to marry, and what happens? That is, makes him Kadosh. Fine. So that's like the most basic, simple point is that Kedusha represents some type of separation. The Chizkuni says something really interesting, not in terms of answering the question about Kedusha, but in terms of answering the question, why these mitzvahs? Okay, and I want I want you to I want you to tell me if you think this. I want to hear how you think about this. It's interesting. I never saw this until, until last night. He says like this. 
Speak to all of Bnei Yisrael. This, this parsh was told with what? Kinus meaning a, a, a group of people brought together. Like what? Kaseras Hadibros. Like the Seras Hadibros. Velama, and why, and why specifically bring everyone together in this moment? We're not the only ones that ask the question. Many of the Rishonim are bothered by this. Lefisha kola dibros kalulos ba. Because each one of the Seras Hadibros is found in this list of mitzvahs. And he's going to tell you how he knows. Kan, Anochi, Vekan, Anochi Hashem Lokechem. If you want to look back, you can look back. Right, at one point, Hashem says, That's like Anochi. Right? What happens next? Right? The second, the first, the first of the Dibros is, Anochi Hashem Lokechem. We have that here. Second one is, Don't turn to other gods. We have here also, Altif Nuhei Lilim. Okay, Khan, when it comes to the Sarsha Dibros, Lo Sisa, don't say Hashem's name in vain. Khan, Lo Sisha Vuj Bishmi. And then it says here also, don't take Hashem's name in vain. Khan Zachor, right? Shabbos. Vekan, Es Shabbos, Es Shabbos, It's actually pretty amazing. Right? They're all there. Khan, Kabeh, Sabich, Avesi, Mechak, Vekan, Ishi, Mavav, Yivtiro. So then why? Oh, okay. Why repeat them? Okay, so, uh, so, yeah, see, good, good, good. Hold on. So check this out. Khan, Lo Titzach, Vekan, Lo Samar, Adam, Reyecha. It's amazing. Khan, Lo Sinaf, don't commit adultery. Vekan, Mos, You Must, Hanoi, Fano, Efes. That's later on in the, in the, in the parak. Khan, Lo Signov, Vekan, Lo Signovu. Don't steal, don't steal. Kan lo sanebrecha, don't, don't tell you false testimony. Vekan lo telechrecha bamecha. That's a little bit of a, more of a stretch, but don't say things, carry tales about somebody else. Kan lo sachmod, vekan lo sashok. Basically, you have within this very small parak all of the Aserah Sedibros. Okay? And that's why they're told also with a grouping together. So the question then is. We heard this already. Yeah. Good. Good. So what might be the answer to that question? Okay. Okay. Things that are important, we <clears throat> want to emphasize. Okay. The Ramchal tells us all the time, right? Even things that we know already, you have to say again. But then, you, like, that's that's what the is for. Like, why, do repeat? Again, why do it differently? Why, like, well, here he's speaking from? to them directly, and before he gave it to Moshe to speak to them. Well, so Moshe, you know, Moshe is saying this. Moshe is talking about something. Well, here's also in the context of like the holiness, right? Whereas the four. What do you think they should be for? Just to make okay, these are our rules. That's weird to say. These are rules because by like unless I wasn't clear by doing these things, you will be a holy person. Yeah. So it's a it's a good question. Yeah, Ilana. Well, maybe we need to just historically look back. What what took place right before this? Okay. So to, right before this was Achari Mode. Okay. So that's a story of um, Aaron's, Aaron's sons. sons. And that going in the, in the Mishkan. Example of very holy people, holy people who said. Oh, we get it. We we heard that a Sarah had the road. We know how to do this, and we'll we'll take it into our own hands. And a lot of mafarshim say that the sin of them is that they didn't do exactly the way that God said. They felt like we we know it already. Yeah, they're like, okay, we get it. What it means to be cutters, like we'll figure the rest out, the details. But here, and that's why it also constantly says here, ani Hashem ani Hashem meaning, don't think that you can figure out how to be holy on, on your own. own. Still got a that's actually a, that's a very nice shot. I did not I, would, I did not think that shot. I like that a lot actually. Um, that like that there's like this this retelling right. after two things, right? This chete egel right. happens after Matan Torah. We build a mishkan. Parsha Shmini is the beginning of the usage of that mishkan, which is still again we're still like traumatized mamish. 
from that experience, right? That's one of the reasons I spoke about that in Shul actually a couple of weeks ago, like why Moshe Rabbeinu would, would build, build the, the seven days he was getting ready to, to use the Mishkan. He built it and took it down seven times, right? So some say, very, very, Simon said, he said, maybe that's Peshat, Sheva Yipo Tzadik Vakam. Right, that a tzaddik gets up seven times and falls down. Right, that, that even Klaisha was still like traumatized from what they had fallen and messed up. And that even as we're building the Mishkan, which is so many months later, they're still like working this through, this Chet Egel. And, and maybe this point also. And now, doesn't, you know, uh, now, not doesn't be wrong. Another man of you die. And, and the, again, like we try to get, and like, get we messed up. And Hashem knocks us down. Like, there's a lot of this like, Turmoil, like, what, what's going on here? Hashem's like, let's get together again. <laughs> let's get together again. Let me tell you all that stuff again. Right? A little Chazara here. A little Chazara. And the Hashem, a lot of times. Interesting. I use different words. No, no, but meaning like, uh, like uh, everyone relax. Let's go. But I'll tell you another, another we're going to see more in a second. But there's another piece to this. And that is, we're going to talk about Kedoshim to you in one second. But there's another time when Hashem tells us to be Kedoshim. Now that Hashem refers to us as the, with the word Kadosh. What does he call us? Atem Tiyuli. Just before Matantara, Hashem says, Atem Tiyuli, Mamlechas Kohanim, Begoy Kadosh. And Hashem says, You're going to be a Goy Kadosh. A Goy Kadosh is like a holy nation. Right? What is Kedoshim to you? Individuals. Individuals. All right, this is like, we got we to gotta, we gotta break out of this national conversation constantly. That's an important national conversation. We need to start having a personal conversation here. And this is, is going to get to a couple of the pieces here. Now, so now look at the Ramban we're going to see. We're going to see a beautiful, beautiful idea from the al And I'm hoping to share with you another idea also if we have enough time. So the Ramban writes as follows. And this is a quote. I'm not, I would tell you about this, right? You don't say famous Gemara, famous Ramban, it's only famous if you know it. But sometimes there are Rambans that we should all know. So it should be famous. This is a Ramban that we should know, right? The Ramban in Kedoshim to you. It's an important Ramban. What is Ramban? There's, certain, there's actually there's like these pamphlets. There's a pamphlet of all the most important Rambans. You know, they like know where to, where to find. So if you want to borrow it, I'll, I'll lend it to you. Um, Ramban writes as follows. Kedoshim to you. So he quotes Rashi first, and he doesn't love it. So he says like this. Avabatoras Kohanim, the second second line there. Avabatoras Kohanim, it's quoting the Medrash. Raisi Stam Prushim to you, right? Just be separate. Vichain Shanu Sham Viskadash Tem, Yisem Kedoshim Kikadosh Ani, Keshem Shani Kadosh Kacha Tem to you Kedoshim, Keshem Shani Parush Kacha Tem to you Prushim. Same thing as Rashi, this idea of being separate. And then he writes like this. Ulafidati, according to me, Eina Prishus Hazu. This is not talking about being separate from forbidden relationships. That's not it. It's a much larger thing. Right? That we don't, this idea of being a parish isn't just in one area. It's a general approach to life. And what is that approach to life? What's the idea? It tells us certain relationships that are forbidden, certain foods that are forbidden. Certain relationships are permitted, and foods are, foods are permitted, right? What could happen? What could a person do? This halacha. Right? We use this language sometimes, right? Ask some, sometimes someone says, is it technically permissible or technically forbidden? That's my least favorite phrase to say, right? But it's exactly what the Ramban is talking about. Sometimes you say, I'm doing something that is permissible. I'm not doing something that is forbidden. 
I'm not violating the halacha. Right? Right? I'm, I'm eating kosher food. Good. I'm, I'm not giving examples because I'm going to get in trouble. But, right? <laughs> but like, right? But, I, but I, I always have to have the most luxurious, the most expensive, the most, and I have kosher wine and kosher schnapps and kosher this and get that. Everything's kosher, 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 kosher. Right? That's good. Right? And, my, and, and I'm not doing anything that is, I, I speak to my accountant and I make sure that, right, that everything that I do has a, somebody talks to an accountant, you feel like you're talking to a, like a lamdan, like a, like a Gemara Rebbe, you know? It's like, well, if we do it like this and pull it like that, it's like, I want that guy to be my accountant, I'm not sure. But like, sometimes yes, sometimes no, right? But like, this, you, the law is kind of, you know, fuzzy on this one and you're okay, right? I, I check myself out to make sure that like I'm totally inside the line, you know? And I'm totally outside the line of the Ruach HaTorah, right? What the point is of all this, right? And he says, a person can end up doing everything permissible, and talk whatever he say, whatever he wants to say in a nasty way. But I, I didn't say the person's name. I just told a terrible story about somebody, and I, but I didn't say who it was, so technically it wasn't Lashon Hara, but I spent my whole day bashing other Jews. Okay, but I didn't say their name. Nobody knows who it is, so it's okay. Technically, it's not Lashon Hara. But what kind, of like, what kind of personality am I creating for myself? Someone's constantly judging everyone and yelling at everybody, and, right? Vinei ye naval birshosatara. And that person comes, what's we called, a naval birshosatara. It means a person who is disgusting with the permission of the Torah. It's amazing. It's an amazing phrase. A naval birshosatara. A person is a disgusting person, and they did not violate one halacha. It's kind of hard to do that, by the way. Usually, for in that place, we're probably violating some halachos. But, like, but, but in theory, it's possible. Right? And what does it mean? Right? After it forbids certain things, a general principle, I should be parished from even that which is permissible at times. I don't, right? Sometimes I say to people, just because it's mutter doesn't mean we have to do it. Right? If it's also, you can't do it. Fine. But not everything that is technically permissible is necessarily a good idea. It may not be good for ourselves. It may not be good for our children. It may not be good for a lot of reasons. Right? And the, and the, and the point, says Ramban, of Kadoshim to you is that Hashem cannot possibly, you know, go ahead and list for you every single decision you're ever going to make. What does he do? Instead, he gives you mitzvos, And he teaches you what it's about. And he says, Chavra, it's not just about the mitzvos. Kedoshim to you. You gotta be, what do you mean kadosh? That's like hard. That's not, that's not concrete. That's not something to do. The answer is, I know it's not something to do. It's not something to do. It's something to consider. Is that kedusha? Right? Is that, is that choice something that brings me closer to Hashem or not closer to Hashem? We had, Friday night we had a really interesting conversation with Rabbi Gold. And, and some people said, like, we were talking about the challenges of modern orthodoxy. And someone said, like, sometimes you do things and, like, like, they're not so good for you or they're also good for you. Like, you have to, like, consider. You know, like, maybe it's not technically forbidden. Is it good? For, some, by the way, sometimes it's good for me. We call it divrei harishus. We all need a break sometimes, to, you know, to do things that are not technically a mitzvah. We're not doing mitzvahs every second. We need a break sometimes, but I have to ask myself, that break, is that going to be good for me or bad for me? And sometimes it's taka good for me, and sometimes it's not good for me. And like that question is not a question of, you can be found in Shulchan Aruch. You can't call the rabbi and ask, if that's okay, I mean, you could, if you want. But like, that's not, that's not, 
the question is, like, is that, is that going to be good for my Avodah Hashem? I, I have to tell you, I came, what? The letter of the law and the spirit. There you go. The there you go. I got to Eretz Yisrael when I went to Eretz Yisrael. One of the, the biggest chiddish for me, I have to tell you. And I, I, I mean this, I'm just telling you what, what ex- my experience was. When I came to Israel, I grew up in a, in a wonderful, amazing, awesome, sp- sp- fantastic home and school and everything. And I got to Eretz Yisrael and I heard a phrase I never heard before. Avodah Hashem. Avodah Hashem. I never heard that phrase before. I don't mean it in a bad way. I, just, I never heard it before. No one around me was talking that way. What's, how am I in my Avodah Hashem? How's my relationship with the Kodesh? That no one talked like that where I came from. I never heard that before. And I, I don't know if we talk about that enough. Avodah Hashem. How's my Avodah Hashem? How's my relationship with Hashem? We talk about is it okay? Is it not okay? Am I allowed to do it? I'm not allowed to do it. Avodah Hashem. Kedoshim to you. What, is it, what does it mean to be a Jew? And that's what Kodesh Baruch is telling us. And that's a little hard to pin down. It's a little hard to pin down. And maybe he gives us this hodgepodge and it's Saseh and Losaseh and Ben Adam Chavero and Ben Adam Malcolm and maybe kind of like a general structure of the Sarasa de Rose to tell us that through all of these, all of it, Korbanos, all of it is, is Avodah Hashem. And you can find your way to Kedoshim to you. But it's because it's not about Mutter Asr, it's about what you do with it. Rabbi says a similar idea. We don't have to read it inside. If you want to take a look, Rabbi Silvetic says an, an idea like that. I want, I, want, I want to show you, just for one second, if you see this, it's not a source number. I think it's the next thing on your page, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, one more approach. This I, I heard Rabbi Yossi Levine. You guys know Rabbi Yossi Levine? He's a rabbi in the Jewish Center in Manhattan. He's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rabbi. He's a wonderful person, a wonderful rabbi. He said, I, saw, he said, I think he wrote this up in a drasha once that I saw. Such a cool idea. He said that if you look in, the, in this whole section in, in Parashat Kadoshim, you find many, many, many psukim that have the Shoresh Panim face. Okay, just take, this is just four of them. Al-Tif right? Do not turn to face other gods. In the face of a blind person, don't place a stomach block. But lifne, how do we usually translate the word lifne? In front of it. In front of it. The does not mean in front of it. It means in front of the face of. Lotisa penei dav, lotedar penei gadol. Don't favor the rich or the poor, right? But what is it again? Don't favor the face of this person. Mi penei seva tagum, takum vadarta penei zakein. Stand up in the face of a wise person or old person and honor the face of the elderly. It doesn't mean in front of. Literally, the word means the face of. Why so much focus in Parshish Kadoshim about faces? And he saw such, he said such a, I thought, very profound idea, but it's really similar to this idea. Kedusha is found when we're willing to face ourselves and other people for real. When we're willing to be honest about our relationship with Hashem. When we, when we hide behind, like, I heard it's okay, someone said it's fine, I'm sure it's good, that's probably just the Chumrah, right? We, and, we, and we're not honest with ourselves about what we do. And by the way, someone's saying, it's actually not okay and I'm not there yet. I love that. Be honest. That's not okay, it's actually not permissible. But I'm not, I'm not ready for that one. Okay. At least you're being honest. Face it. Face it and be honest. Right? And he said that's, because that's Kedusha. Kedusha is saying... I know, I know what I'm here to do for real. What I'm here to do for real is have a relationship with Kodesh Baruch I'm here to make myself a different type of person. 
in the things that I choose to do and the things I choose not to do. What's going to make a difference is whether I'm willing to face it or not. There's an amazing study of, and they use this now in, in you know, uh, industrial psychologists use this all the time, that they did a study of people who were making phone calls, you know, like cold calls, those people who you hate picking up the phone for. So, and they were doing their job regular. And there was a lot of like low, can you imagine there was low morale in this, in this job? So they, so they put in front of the callers, they put a mirror. Oh, you know this, you're interested. I'm speaking in front of an industrial psychologist, right? And they put, and they put mirrors in front of people. And what happened? They became more aware of what they were doing and they were better at their job because they were, what? I thought they'd all quit. Because they were, because they were facing themselves. You have a mirror in front of yourself, right? Sometimes, right? You ever do that? Sometimes you look at yourself in the mirror. You're having a hard time or something. You're having a hard, you have to make a difficult decision. You look in the mirror for a second and it, it helps, right? It helps you kind of like ground yourself because can you look yourself in the eye, right? It's a very foundational idea. And I think it's exactly the same point. Right? It's about what am I, how is the Torah making me to a different type of person? A different type of person. Yes, you, ha- you need the details. The mutter and the usher, we need it. It's, 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 it, 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 makes, it, it makes the whole thing go. But it's not only about the mutter and the usher. If it's only about the mutter and the usher, and I just, then, I, then, I, then I get caught up in the details and I forget what I'm, what I'm here to do. But I want to show you one last idea, which I think is very special. Um, and it comes from the Alshech in source number six. The Alshech wants to address the question of why the bear this idea, Kol Adas B'nei Yisrael. So before I even see the Alshech, well, after we said everything we said, it, can we answer the question why this is something that you would tell all of Kol Yisrael? Get them all together for this message? Because it's an individual thing. If we're telling them that they each have to face their own intellectual honesty to be kadosh, then he needs to speak to everybody. Right. I'm just to hear this one. Yeah, it's and not a got, collective. This is not a kedusha. national concept. Right. This is not a collective. We have collective kedusha also, but this is about personal kedusha. These are personal choices and how they impact who we are. Good. So Asha says something like that, and it takes even a step further. So nice. He says like this. V'navo abir haksuvim, he says, let's see what this is all about. V'hu kiliyoso yitzbarach ba lahasiras ha'adam ala chasidus u'kedusha v'liknos ruach u'neshama lidamos labori yitzbarach. What's Hashem telling you? Be a kadosh? Yikes, that's really hard. To be like Hashem ki kadosh, ani Hashem lo keichem, I should be like God? That's a big, lofty responsibility that he's asking all of us to do. Re'ei v'hinei yesh b'nei adam. I don't know when the Alshech lived. I want to Google it. I don't know. I don't, know the, I don't think he, he didn't. He didn't the the Alshech was not a Hasidic Rebbe. Okay? He says there are people who make a mistake. They think not every person can do this. Not every person is right to be a Kadosh. 1508. 1508. Thank you very much. <laughs> the end of the Rishonim. There was no such thing as Hasidus yet when the Alshech wrote this. That's how you know the Hasidus is. The Hasidus is true and real. Right? Vizu- We're in Tzvat? Yeah. Yeah. Those who lived in the Eretz Yisrael during that time. Good. Like with the base. Yosef and all those guys. Who's Kadosh? The Gedolim. Right? It's a long white beard. Right? It's a very, very Hashiva Rebetzin. These are the people who you write books about them and they're born like that and you read an art school book and that's, that's Kadosh. Right? 
And what do we do instead of that? We become, we give up from climbing the ladder of Shleimus Batorah Mitzvahs. We say, I can't do that. I can't even, I, why should I even start climbing the ladder if it's not Shaykh for me? I can't do that. It's not for me. It's not true. There is no person, no person who can't accomplish, if they want to, to grow in Torah and to, and to help to, to improve their actions. It says to, to, to sit by yourself as a chassid. It doesn't mean chassid. There's no chassidus yet. The, the Baal Shantov wasn't born yet for 200 years. Right? But he meant to... To be a person who, who thinks by themselves about how I want to grow close to Hashem. Al Cain, therefore, Lahoros said to teach this. Tziva Yisbara Hashem commanded. Va'amar daber el kol adas b'nei Yisrael kadoshim to you. Hashem says, Moshe Rabbeinu, I want you to tell every single Jewish person kadoshim to you. Ki hikilas kulam. He got them all together. Lahorosam ki kola eda muchanim lakach. To teach them that every single person can do this. Not that the people who could do it will be able to hear. But rather, he wants to tell every single person. That's why he says. I think it's a very, very, very important concept. Um, and and, and it's, it's foundational to who we are as Jews. Foundational to who we are as Jews. Mutter Asr is... Mutter Asr is important. It's very important. I spend so much of my day. Mutter Asr, answering Mutter Asr. The real question is, Kedoshim to you. And I think it's something that we can, each and every one of us in our own place is, is Shaykh to, it's possible for all of us. And it just means, so it just means starting to climb. Wherever you are, start to climb. Kedoshim to you, that's all it means. It doesn't mean that you have to reach the top because there really is no top. Right, the older we get, we all know, right? There's no time. You never reach there. You never get there. It's never over. I'm never like, I, I, now I've reached it. It's the, the whole, unfortunately, the whole, whole world, is the whole, your whole life is just climbing. Right? But it doesn't mean we shouldn't try to climb. We shouldn't try to climb. Because when we can try to climb, we realize, wow, we can really climb, climb pretty high. Okay, thank you everybody for coming. And Rishon, look forward to seeing you next week. <laughs>